0: Welcome to Asked and Answered, the podcast series that answers all your mission-related questions. With me in the studio today are Ron and Karis Pierce. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hi. Okay. So I have a question. I'm not sure how difficult it will be to answer, but you're always so good at these questions. When it comes to Christianity and other religions around the world, what what's the difference in how they live their lives? Well, That's a big question. That's a
1: big question. Um I I would think, Joy, that the number one noticeable trait or characteristic or something like that is worry. All right? Now, let's trace that back. Because when, when a person accepts the Lord, they have something injected into their lives of a security blanket, a security factor, whereby they're not worried about the future. There's a hand guiding them, there's a hand saving them, all of a sudden they realize that they have delivered themselves over into the hands of God, a personal God, approachable God, who will guide them through life. Whereas an unbeliever, and this is in all the other religions of the world, at a certain level there's no absolute surety that they are secure. So they believe as a whole. In fatalism, whatever happens happens. Well, there's no that that's like rolling the dice in Vegas. Um, it, uh, you can get anything, all and right, this is, and, and you can lose it all. And
0: we're talking about other religions. We're
1: talking about other religions. Okay. We're not talking Christianity at this point, right? But we're talking about the we're talking about these religions that have a theory about how to be saved. But the people within it, if you really drill down, they're worried. Sort of like, what if I throw the dice in... I lose in this. I've got a lot to lose forever. Right. And they know they're not right. So they're fatalistic, sort of, well, oh, what will be, will be. Que sera, sera. I don't know there's a song about that. And uh, it's just that. Whereas, when a person within Christ, who is a born-again believer, has the Spirit of God, as I say, injected into their being— now all of a sudden there's something coming in of a peace, a lack of worry that is the foundation of their lives and they are secure in their position in God. And that sort of thing is very noticeable. Now, you can you can then do this. <laughs> and uh, I've watched this many many times. There's some people who call themselves Christians and they go to a Christian-ish church. They call themselves that, but that church does not believe, preach, nor lead people to experience being born again. So, therefore, um, we got the old Nicodemus thing going on with the question from John chapter 3. So, what what do I do here? Um, You know, I'm looking for truth and answers, and it's not in Christianity as a system, it's in Christian, Christianity in a person and an experience of being born again. And that is where the difference comes in all around the world so finding, in every culture.
0: And they find that empty. So that... Yeah. Which is...
1: Well, it's, it's, it's a false hope. Because some people go around the world and they preach Christianity. But all it is is preaching, be good to your neighbor, shall we say, the Ten Commandments. Obey these rules and you'll be fine. Well... That's not true. Right. Okay. It, to be blunt, um, just because a person says, well, I'm a Christian, I go to this church, I live by the golden rule, I, I don't do this, I don't do that, I'm trying to be good, I hope God saves me and I'm a Christian. That's not being a Christian. Right. Christianity is when you deliver yourself into the hands of God to save you. And that's when Jesus said, I'll take care of you. And that's when the person is born again by the Spirit of God and rests. The rest of God is the observable difference of everyone around the world when they are born again and that when they, when they come to know Christ in comparison to all the other religions. And I, I could list them all, the major ones, but people know what they are all right. in the various countries of the world. And also this animism. And then you get into political beliefs as well. And sometimes politics is sort of like, well— I believe in this. I don't believe in God, but I believe in this system. And this is a good system. And uh, if there is a being, I'm going to live a godly life and moral and ethical. And I'm going to um, champion this this right and freedom and this and that and the other thing. And they think, I'm saved. I'm okay. Well, they're not. When it all boils down, there's an emptiness inside. Billy Graham used to talk about that, the God-shaped vacuum. Well, Around the world, we look at as a vacuum that is filled with God, so that this peace and this peace with God and this peace in a person's heart—that's the difference, the number one difference.
0: So, would you say that's why these revivals are occurring around the world? If there is an empty, even Christianity version out there, um, and then really, what's missing is an encounter with Jesus—is
1: what you're saying? It is, and I think I think why the revivals are happening are that. People are getting serious about the fact that they're empty and they're they're starting to see it. It's becoming more obvious. We've hidden it for thousands of years, shall we say, and everybody's put a sort of a nice cover on it. They didn't want to talk about it. Now it's becoming obvious and the world is falling apart more and more all the time. And I think the increase in fear with world circumstances Mm -hmm. helps fuel people's desire to have somebody save them exactly
0: because if you're living in fear because of COVID or political things that are happening in your country or whatever the reason is uh, that intensifies everything
1: well the other thing too care is this that at the same time as you've got all this emptiness that is growing and becoming more evident now you've got christians Truly born-again believers standing up with a look, a glint in their eye, a smile on their face, a peace in their heart, uh, a demeanor of calmness. And it's sort of like, well, God will take care of me, and everything's okay. And therefore, these people are staring. Unbelievers are literally staring at Christians and thinking, what's with you? What have you got? And this has been from the early church on. The real secret weapon of Christians to be so different from the world that they just stand in awe of believers. In a revival, that's what happens. They're just gathering together. And and the revival is not everybody getting together in a church and singing till two o'clock in the morning. That is not a revival. <laughs> a revival is people glowing for Jesus in church, outside of church, in life, everywhere like that, growing deeper. Um, it, it, it's, it's like going from a 40-watt bulb to a 100-watt bulb, if those terminologies work anymore. But uh, it's, it's, it's really that difference that everybody is noticing, and therefore they're coming and they're saying, I want what you've got. I'm desperate.
0: So that contagious um, aspect yeah. where it, it yeah. travels and people pick up on it. Yeah. And really, even in North America, for those truly living the, their walk with the Lord, we should be standing out. We should be obvious
1: yeah With we're that
0: rest and hope
1: in the west right now i'm afraid we are trying to be more like the world than the world is trying to be like us and that is that is a real serious issue um that is not the case around the world and people say well why isn't it happening here i don't know mm-hmm. i i don't know uh, the problems here are as big as anywhere else in the world but for some reason um it is more evident over there there when when you have absolutely nothing else to hope in, and you have somebody walk up to you and talk to you about the change that they experienced in life through Jesus, um, they will take it. They're very. They're they're, they're very. Oh. I don't want to use this word simple, but I'm trying to think of another one. Simple is not a good word in our culture over here, but not that's it. Not simple in their intellect. Not simple, simple in their living. Simple in their living, simple right. Simple in their thinking. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for. And it's it's simple in the way they view life. Un, now, there's the word I'm looking for, uncomplicated, all right?
0: That's a good
1: one. They're uncomplicated in their view of life and what's important. And therefore, they are looking now through eyes of, I know this man. He is different than he was. I can trust him. I've known him and his family for the last 30 years. I've seen a change. And that's why.
0: Well, and that goes along with most of the stories that you tell. There's always some life that um, maybe a witch doctor and people knew them. They were they were very famous in their area. Then they become a believer and people stop and yep, they know exactly. and then an entire village is transformed.
1: Nobody can, you can't put enough emphasis on the word testimony uh, the testimony of a believer is the strongest thing that we can, um, we do to witness. Mm-hmm. But the foundation of our testimony is that God has dealt with the worry factor for eternity. And that gives us peace and calmness. And that's the sort of thing, especially when COVID was striking. That was the big thing. And it's funny, now that I'm back on the road again, going around the world. We're talking to everybody. It's coming up all the time. COVID was the big push. And it was the Christian standing, not worried about their eternal destiny, but sure that it was taken care of by God. And therefore, the, 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 the trigger was COVID again. In In all these countries.
0: They stood out
1: drastically. Yes, drastically. Mm. Drastically. And I think this where this is going to come more to light in time to come.
0: So when the original question was uh, Christianity, true redemption in Jesus versus other religions of the world, how do they live their lives differently? it it simply comes to they have rest in Jesus, a true rest in peace.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They're not fatalistic, they're optimistic. And they're sure of their salvation. And God gives you that surety to walk in.
0: The confidence in
1: Christ. Confidence in Christ.
0: Well, you handled that question like a pro. Oh, thank you.
1: (laughs) Thank you.